7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. What if Biggie had lived? What if what if we could go back in time and and erase one of the the biggest tragedies in the history of hip hop music in the history of music period the whole saga with 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 Tupac Shakur and the notorious BIG Christopher Wallace I often think about that as I'm I'm coming into the to the studio every day to to broadcast listening to 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 big Listening, getting my hands on on all of his underground stuff that, that he put out. I was kind of late to the to the Notorious B.I.G. party. I remember Rampage telling me a story on air about how big when when he would do he would do tracks with him and Busta and and he would just show up with little C's. He didn't write anything down. He didn't have any notes. He would just show up with little C's with a with a two liter bottle of Pepsi and some some dro. And he would just spit the 40 bars and be like, yo, C's, C's, C's roll. And when he was done, he'd be like, yo, I'm out. Do whatever you want to do. Chop it up however you want. Just an amazing talent, an amazing wordsmith. But I always, I always kind of think five, six, seven, ten albums in, what would Big be talking about? I assume he would be a billionaire, close to a billionaire, had had he lived. I assume that he'd be doing movies. I assume that he would split off from Bad Boy and start his own label at some point. I assume that he would have achieved the the, the type of greatness that Puffy and Jay-Z and Nas and Drake Shout out to Drake. Drake just signed a $400 million deal. That's that's amazing. Like he's putting up he's putting up Alex Rodriguez type numbers. Like to to get that type of bread, you got to you got to either be a, a starting quarterback throwing for 50 touchdowns or or you've got to be a starting shortstop that's hitting 50 bombs a year. Like Drake Drake signing <laughs> he's signing Hall of Fame sports type of deals but the landscape was so much different then and i like to think that that biggie would have invested he he would have gotten into so many things and he'd be so wealthy and so successful you see musicians you see rihanna's a billionaire dr dre is close to a billionaire diddy's close to a billionaire jay-z's a billionaire drake will be a billionaire And you just you just wonder, not just from a music element, that there are some great albums that he would have put out had he lived, but how would he have changed the game from a business perspective? And then what would he be talking about? Because you can't talk about Ready to Die was the epitome of a, a corner boy, low-level drug trafficker. He's talking about running from the cops, talking about doing some time in jail, talking about making his mom mad because his mom found cocaine. His, his mom caught him with the with the yayo under the bed and he's rapping about that he's rapping about the streets he's rapping about his boys from the streets being on fulton street in 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 bedside do or die by album two life after death he's talking about some completely different stuff he's talking about 
it's that mafioso stuff. He's on some Tony Montana slash Alejandro Sosa type of stuff. He's talking about having sex with one of the Knicks wives. He's rapping with 112. He's, he's, he's bringing in Bone. He's pretty much putting a masterpiece. He's got two classic albums, two five mic albums. And his voice was unfortunately and tragically silenced. But what would he be rapping about? Album five, album six, album seven. I think Eminem has struggled with that to an extent. He's still a fantastic word, Smith and orator. But it's hard to rap about hating your mom and, and your mom being a drug addict and, and being poor and living in trailer park and all of that stuff. The whole eight mile shtick. When he's filthy rotten red, you are 300 M's. You're not living in the trailer park in Detroit anymore. Even Jay-Z gets a little and he's talking about Basquiat paintings and going to Art Basel and stuff like that. That doesn't really resonate with the average street dude. And the reason I bring up Biggie and him being immortalized with those two fantastic albums um, before, his, before his tragic passing is Kendrick Lamar is coming out with his new album on Top Dog Entertainment. So I believe it's his last album on Top Dog Entertainment, and it's uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Now, if you, don't, if you don't understand slang, Big Steppers, I don't know what Mr. Morale means, but the Big Steppers, that's like somebody, you mess with the wrong person, they're going to put them steppers on you. And them steppers usually carrying the, the, the AR-15. They're, they're carrying the AK-47. That's, that's what that means. You're going to put them steppers on you. That's, that's gang that's some, some gang terms. You, you don't want that to happen. It's like when I was on in Philly, they used to say in Philly, you, you mess with the wrong people. They put the big beards on you. If you're from Philly, you know what the big beards mean. That's, that's bad. Like it's like, like yo, man, get them, them, them bars from Wilmington, the big beards. They're going to come up, Chester. And, and those are guys that are, that are usually approaching 300 pounds. That, that, that got the koofies on and they got the huge beards. And if, if they show up at your house, it's, it's, it's going to end badly for you. Just like it ended badly for that guy that tried to attack Dave Chappelle the, the other night. Like, it's, it's not going to end well. You're going to end up with your arm on backwards like him. Shout out to Buster Rhymes for, for beating the brakes off of that guy. I didn't know Bust still had it in him. I know that, I know that Buster Rhymes lifts a lot of weights. But but he beat the brakes. <laughs> they, they they beat the brakes off that guy. I tried to get at Dave Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl. That's a that's I know that Will Smith thought he was setting the president that that if you don't like what somebody's talking about on stage, that you can go up and do something. But that was at the Oscars. And that was a bunch I was around a bunch of filthy rotten rich people. That was that that guy that came up on stage and he was he was strapped. That's a whole different element. You got dudes up there that's from the hood. You don't, you don't want to do that. And, and he found out the hard way. He's going to have to have, he's gonna have, to have serious shoulder and collarbone surgery to, to get back to his activities when, 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 he, when he exits jail, which probably is not going to be for, for quite some time. But I think that if Biggie lived, he would have evolved. He would have still been a fantastic artist, but he would have changed. He would have been talking about different stuff because he would have been a nine-figure dude. He would have been able to talk about slinging crack on the corner and all of that type of stuff. He, he, he would have been talking about something completely different, being a mogul, 
the the problems that that brings, the the great stuff that that brings. He would have been rapping from a yacht in Greece or, or Santori, something like that. And I think that one thing I learned about hip hop from having Rampage be a part of the show for so many years, we have to respect where artists are. I remember when Most Def and Common, I talked about this when Isaac was here. Most Def was was probably my favorite artist in the raucous days. And after Black on Both Sides and the Black Star album, I was like, man, this guy's the the man. Every every guest spot he had was just knocked out of the park. And Most Def decided to get into more of an acid rock singing type of hip hop fusion. And I didn't really like it. I was I was I was pissed off. I wanted him to go back to doing crosstown beef and the Black Star stuff and the Raucous Records stuff. But Most Def made a decision for his career, and, and you have to honor and respect that. And I say that I, I think Kim, Kendrick, first album, similar to Biggie, talking about being a street dude, but from the lens of someone from the West Coast. So he's talking about Compton. He's not talking about Fulton Ave. He's talking about Rosecrans in Compton. And just whipping his mom's minivan around Compton, hooking up with girls, being young, being dumb, street stuff. By the time you get to Pippa Butterfly, which not only I believe is the best album in hip-hop history, but Metacritic also believes it. He's talking about, hey, I'm rich. I, I made it, but but it's different because like all my hood dudes are, are with me. We, we're at the Oscars. And I'm with my boys from 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 Compton, and they saw someone's Rolex, and they wanted to tell them to run it. And I'm like, "Yo, we're rich. We don't we don't have to steal from people. We don't we don't have to do that." So he's talking about those issues. Then by the time we get to damn, he ain't really talking about pray for me. He says pray for me like a hundred times on the album. He's really talking. He's talking. He's being reflective and introspective about his life and 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 the arse whoopings he took growing up and his family and all of that stuff. And he's just in a different place spiritually. There's a lot of pressure to be a superstar like that. And he talks about that. I just, I would expect the new Kendrick Lamar album to be completely different than the, than the first three. And I would just tell people that, that follow Kendrick. If he comes with some new stuff and he's singing, we scatting or, or, or he's rapping in some different time signature. I just hope people don't diss it. Cause I don't think that it's going to be like any of his previous albums. It, he changes a lot and we have to respect whatever Kendrick puts out. It's going to be dope. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to hear it, but it's probably not going to be, it's probably not going to be to Pippa Butterfly. It's probably it's definitely not going to be uh backseat freestyle. And that's not what this next album is going to be. That's not who he is anymore. And I just hope that that people respect it. Just like we've seen Common, we've seen Most Def, we've seen so many artists. Yeah, Ice T had the Body Count, where he was doing rock. Public Enemy did did songs with with rock groups. I'm just saying that that we have to we have to respect these artists and cheer them on. Whatever they do is going to be fantastic, and we're along for the ride. I know whatever uh, Kendrick puts out is going to be fantastic, and I'm looking forward to it. Lance J Show.
listening to the Lance J Radio Network. U.S. Hunger is embarking on a new initiative that will reshape the healthcare panorama. Having shipped food to over 150,000 homes, they are aligning with Medicare Advantage plans to enhance quality, risk adjustment, and star ratings. Many individuals who struggle to manage chronic illness, such as diabetes, hypertension, and COPD, also live within food deserts. U.S. Hunger provides healthy nutrition to families and communities. To hear more about our Food is Medicine program, go to ushunger.org. That's ushunger.org. And Doug. You had a couple of bogeys on your sixth limo. They need customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, so they only pay for what they need. What do you say we see what this bird can do? We are not getting you a helicopter. Looks like we're walking, kid. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. The Cook's Nook Food Services Group proudly makes and delivers our handmade mosaic meals and mosaic meals to go daily to communities across Austin and Central Texas. We're a purpose-driven food and nutrition services group created to help organizations and their clients make meaningful improvements and advancements toward equitable access to proper nutrition and food security within their diverse communities. The Cook's Nook Mosaic Meals and Mosaic Meals to go because everyone deserves a delicious, nutritious meal.